Maybe it would just be better if you got here and you couldn't bring me back and Raffi died and I leave this place to someone else. Raffi, you know, if it's what you want, then I'll support you. Potentia, Meredith, it's why I wish I could see you under better circumstances. Raffi? Harold just shakes his head. <sighs> Meredith, like, leans her head forward on the, um, on the pew in front of her and takes a deep breath. It's amazing what you'll do when you are put in a situation where you don't have a lot of choice. And now we continue. join back in Ferramustus a few days after the events on the bridge. Harold and Meredith are at Harold's apartment having a cup of tea in the afternoon. It's been a bit of a rainy day but otherwise the weather is picking up um, towards the evening and there's a knock on your door Harold. Awesome I shall go and see who is at my door. Uh, is this just you opening the door or are you peering through your peephole? Because we've established you do have a peephole. Yes, I always, always check before opening the door. So standing on your, your doorstep, there is Nora. And behind Nora is Potentia carrying a large cardboard box. Mm. Cool. In which case, I shall open the door. Harold, hi. I hope I'm not late. Um, no, no, I mean, we're not really on a schedule, I don't think, are we today? Ah, uh, no, no, I don't think so. I think you just said the afternoon. I brought the box. Um, Potentia helped me carry it here. It's the, the box of Enigma Society stuff that I found in the storeroom. Yes. How long do you think it had been there for? Well, it was pretty dusty, but that room itself was also pretty dusty. Um, I don't know. There's, I suspect there's stuff in there from the previous executive committee that mysteriously vanished before I took over. Uh, so it could have been a couple months. It could have been years. I don't know how long they lost that box ago. That storeroom is full of society and committee boxes that no longer exist. So can I suggest that this is not the place to have this conversation? doorway. They're just going to come in and find like a suitable surface to put the box on and perch uncomfortably on something. Yes. Right. Poof. Chair. Hi, Meredith. Hey, is that Nora? Hi, Nora. Hey, Potentia, how you doing? Coming in. I've just put some tea on. I doubt that the others have seen her very much in the intervening time period. Um, so I don't want to start decorating your, your house here, uh, Harold, but I'm guessing there's a coffee table or something in the the lounge room 
Yeah, I think so. Like, I imagine essentially Harold's apartment is probably not especially uh, stylish. And it's probably because he... I mean, to most people, it would seem quite lavishly furnished, but he essentially has like like multiple seasons ago of what was in vogue furniture-wise that his mother was just like, well, new season, need to update the house. So here you go if you're moving out. And Harold just doesn't care enough to like have his own <laughs> sense of style in his house. So he's just like, sweet, free furniture. <laughs> that's, basically, that's basically how it's furnished. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm imagining a collection of couches sofa seats um is there like a rug or a carpet in the the lounge room yeah there's like there's an entire suite and like unlike most um you know university students like it all matches like it's all you know like someone could have been paid to design this room it's just in in the in the kind of people like in the circles of people who would care about such things it's probably a few years out of date of what's trendy and popular does it look kind of cramped as well like it it was supposed to come from like a much bigger house and you've basically just like crammed everything into a tiny oh yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) nice i think you established as well that your bookshelves are just full of like adventuring periodicals and 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 books that don't quite match in a set they're all just things you've had interested in yeah like harold is not really interested in accruing a library so much as just like yeah things that are actually interesting to him Um, although probably those adventuring periodicals are like organized by by date or something they're they're probably the one thing on your shelf that's actually organized yeah, they probably are organised by date, because um, otherwise Harold wouldn't ever be able to find anything, I don't think. Uh, well, Nora places the cardboard box down on your coffee table. And I just the- put it down. I just no. put it down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Potentia has put the cardboard box on, on the coffee table. And so Nora uh, goes over and starts, like, unsealing it. It's It's been sealed with, like, a wax uh, as I don't think sticky tape would exist in this point. Um, <laughs> do we do we want to sort of check for uh, warding or anything? I mean, you know, the Enigma Society is very fond of its secrets. I don't want to. Uh, yes, I don't want to come across a nasty surprise uh, if we tamper with this thing. That's a good idea, Harold. Uh, well, I mean, the Enigma Society are, for the most part, my understanding of the history being pretty good people but they do like keeping their secrets so perhaps we should check for some kind of warding or trap uh i mean i'm i'm happy to do it if you like of course and um harold will uh cast that spell that i think we've seen before where it's like a white you know like in films when you see like laser sweeps and even though they look really cool that is not how a laser sweep would ever actually look because that's just not how lasers work. <laughs> well, that's what it looks like, but with like a radiant light coming from the the, the star orb. And um, I will cast find traps and I can sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. Uh, 
A trap for the purpose of this spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect that you might consider harmful or undesirable. So anything that might trigger, say, an alarm, a glyph of warding, a mechanical trap, etc. Uh, okay. Would, would pop up. Uh, you will find that something to do with this this seal, this wax seal, triggers your 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 sense here. Hmm. Ah, well, I suppose it's a good job we checked. Um, there's there's certainly something going on with this uh, this wax seal. Um, you could make a a knowledge check, like a arcana or an investigation or something like that, if you would like. Yes. So so Meredith is is getting tea for people. Mm-hmm. I think she's um, wandering back into the room now and. Um hands Nora and Potentia each a cup and then she'll pull over an ottoman and like stand up on it so she can see the top of the cardboard box. Potentia's just going to put the tea down on whatever the nearest surface is in the way that when someone hands you a cup of tea and you don't necessarily want to drink it right now the first thing you do is put it down on whatever is the closest logical thing to put a cup of tea on even if that means she has to stand up and move and come back like put it down I mean, there's probably some space on the coffee table still. Um, I don't know if it's the kind of thing that would have a coaster as well, but I don't know that Potentia's gonna pay would pay attention to that right now. I'm really enjoying this this very specific coaster content. It's great. <laughs> I don't know that Potentia would also be caring in so much as it's that default thing of putting the cup down. It's our attention to detail that is. Um... <laughs> But Potentia not looking for a coaster. Potentia's not in her own house. <laughs> or her, or Harold's it's parents' true. house. Or her parents' house. She's putting the cup she's putting the cup down. And you've you've Yeah, it's true. You've been here a couple of times as well, and you're getting very familiar with Harold's apartment. Um Harold, you're investigating this this seal. What'd you roll for me? Yeah, um I'll um I'll make an O'Connor check. Um Harold's not so while he is quite adept at identifying traps he's not especially adept at disabling them uh i did get a nat 20 on the arcana check though nice okay this is some kind of alchemical seal that you've probably actually heard about something similar to this in your adventuring periodicals Mm. this is something akin to you've heard them called smoke buttons Mm-hmm. Which is a false button on stone onto a piece of clothing that, when destroyed, releases a cloud of smoke, Batman style, like poof, smoke bomb. Mm-hmm. And it, like, judging from the like the the granularity of the the makeup of the the wax and how it's laid out, you're like, this is a smoke bomb. Oh, interesting. Oh, well, uh, something tells me uh, Rafi would have been a fan of this one. Uh, so it, it's sort of like a. Uh, a smoke bomb, I suppose. Uh, maybe if if it gets tampered with, uh, it sort of confuses whoever might try and open it. Um, perhaps we should sort of trigger it somewhere not inside uh, my living room. Is this a um, magical thing or a mechanical thing? Uh, I think it's a chemical trick, to be honest. Uh, I don't think it'll hurt us. Uh, I just think it'll cause a bit of a mess. Nora will reach into her pocket and pull out a little knife. What if we just cut the top of the box off? Or cut, or cut around the I seal? Mean, it's cardboard, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Uh, 
suppose that would be fine. I, I think you have to disturb the wax to uh, trigger it. So okay. I didn't detect any other kind of, uh, you know, things that could could hurt us. So okay. should be fine. Um, what chemicals are in smoke bombs? Would like cutting it out and dunking it in water, just like possibly nullify it? But uh, if it? I can do this carefully enough, then we'll have a smoke bomb you could use. I see that as an absolute win. Also very true. So, and she like holds the knife kind of loosely in her hand. Would anyone like to have a try or am I am I doing this? This is this will be a dexterity check. My dex is pretty high, but I reckon Nora's is probably going to be higher. You might be wrong. Ooh. All right, Meredith is going to um, yeah, take the knife from Nora and say, "I'll give it a All go." All right, roll me a dexterity check. Okay, before I do, I'm just going to like look at Harold and be like, apologies in advance if this goes wrong, but I reckon it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Ooh, that's a nine. <laughs> okay. Um, you're cutting into cardboard. <laughs> I think what happens is you don't trigger the smoke bomb, but you do end up with like a big hunk of char- like cardboard s- still attached to it, like a, like a dinner plate size piece. <laughs> like you just cut really wide yeah. around it. Yeah, uh, okay. And so you have a, a dinner plate with a smoke bomb attached on the top of it, um, which isn't the most conspicuous thing. No, most inconspicuous thing. Uh, but no smoke bomb goes off in the, the room. And you could attempt to try and cut that down smaller later on if you'd like. Um, Meredith just kind of puts it off to one side and goes, eh. Look, it's not the best job, but at least your house didn't fill a smoke. Yeah, Harold, that's that's yeah. Like Nora gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, let's. Uh, uh, what's in this thing? I'm. Hmm. You know, my curiosity has certainly peaked. Let's, let's have a look. And so, opening the box now, there appears to be a lot of parchment and scrolls in here. It's like a, a very old chemistry set like an old alchemist set that somebody has put to good use there is a roughly the size of a a basketball or a volleyball at this glass sphere as you pick it up it sounds like it's full of water but it's covered almost completely in this like algae on the inside making it completely opaque you can't actually see inside of it if you've ever seen those like completely self-contained bio glass jars you're getting the impression there's some kind of ecosystem inside this jar there's definitely things like moving about inside of it like some kind of men in black outro sequence uh so which of these things are you interested in investigating and we'll go around with uh harold i suppose the biosphere is somewhat interesting to harold i mean he does have a somewhat biological um background Okay. Um, Potentia, are you interested in any of these things? She's not really engaging right now for reasons that I have messaged... Well, I'm about to message Ben to make more abundantly Mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Meredith. What were the other things again? I got hung up on the biosphere and completely forgot everything else. There's the the Alchemist set, which appears to have been put through quite a bit of use, uh, and there's a lot of scrolls and and paperwork in here as well okay she's gonna go through the scrolls okay well uh let's get investigation rolls from 
Meredith and Harold. Nora is going to start going through the chemistry set, the alchemist set. Can I do a nature check instead? I am actually proficient in that. Yeah, yeah, you can do a nature check. Um, um, Meredith got eleven investigation. Meredith, as you've looking through these, these bits of paper, it looks to be a lot of like meeting notes, uh, minutes, various academic um, like fragments of paperwork, uh, and some university like r- club registration stuff. It'll take you a bit of time to pass through this and, and work out like put it in some kind of order like it, it looks as mm-hmm. though some of this is ordered and some of it was just kind of thrown on top so you'll get, take a little bit longer to to get through that hey folks ross here thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of dungeons and doctorates if you enjoy the show why not recommend the podcast to a friend it really helps us grow our audience if you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message head over to dndoctorates.com that's dndoctorates.com you can also help support the show by checking out our sweet merch over at merch.dndoctorates.com and now, back to the action. Harold, what did you roll on your nature check? Uh, 17. Yeah, this is definitely a, a biosphere that someone has built. It's it's a self-contained ecosystem. You can see like the humidity on top. It looks like there's actually a bit of glow coming from inside of it. Some, and like it feels kind of warm to the touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... The, the algae is very much obscuring your view from peering more into it. And you do see what look like maybe tadpoles or like mosquito larvae. Something in there is 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 moving about. Mm-hmm. Um, Nora is is rifling through this alchemy set and she looks up and she uh, like steps back for a moment. And as Meredith is pouring through these papers and Harold's like holding up the the biosphere up to the light maybe to kind of peer inside of it Mm. Uh, and Nora looks over and she sees Potentia and she kind of shuffles back in that I'm going to say something to you but don't want everyone else to notice what I'm doing Potentia we've got a mystery you all seem to be handling it just fine there's some strange orb that Harold's examining and Meredith is going through paperwork I've, I've, you know, I've briefly seen your apartment. You've got paperwork. I'm a PhD student, of course. <laughs> I've got paperwork. Yeah, but... You dragged me here. I'm here. What do you want? Okay. Just... Okay. And she uh, steps away from you. And goes back to the alchemy set. Let's get another round of checks here. Meredith, you're still examining this paperwork? Mm-hmm, sure am. Okay, give me... Because you're, you're... This is reading here. Let's go an investigation. <laughs> Six. Uh, okay, so probably uh, the only piece of information that I'm going to give you at the moment is that there appear to be... Uh, four names on the most recent like executive committee document you've been able to find mm-hmm. listed as president is Iroa von Dahr, vice president Ludolf Newberg treasurer Eleanor Aradell 
and secretary, uh, it, the ink is smudged and you can't read it. Hey, Nora. Yes? Uh, she says, like, putting a jar back into the, the set. You... I couldn't help but over here. Um, you were talking about, I think, the previous executive going missing? Oh, that's right. I don't know if you were there for that conversation, Meredith. Yes, the previous executive committee, they... They vanished, and I, um, I stepped in. When was that? Um, it was last year they vanished, and uh, I took over. I was kind of a, intern's the wrong word, but I was like a junior executive, you know, kind of just on the committee, um, like a, like a member without a specific portfolio, just kind of helping out. Uh, and then the president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, they all just disappeared one day. Just off the face of the planet. Yeah, I mean, no one knew where they went. They, they were all kind of mysterious people to begin with, but they've all just... I mean, you guys are all part of the Enigma Society, I suppose, but how do four people... Four? Yeah go missing and literally nobody notices or knows where they... People noticed, um, but, I mean, I think the guards investigated and just couldn't find them. Weird. Yep. One of the many mysteries of the Enigma Society. One of the enigmas of the Enigma Society? Sorry, that was not potential. That was Kate doing an insert. I'm sorry, I'm going back to my books. My bad. Harold, what have you got there? Well, it appears to be some sort of, uh, you know, like a biosphere or uh, terrarium. Perhaps someone was running some kind of experiment or something. Uh, there's there's living things in here. It's, uh, it's, it's really interesting, actually. I mean, sort of takes me back to my undergraduate roots, you know, studying biology and things like that. This alchemist set's pretty interesting, too. It's... It's full of, well, there's the basic tools I see here, but then someone's been mixing stuff and one of these jars is completely empty. All the other ones are full, but this one's completely empty and there's there's no label on it, which I find very frustrating. I guess whoever owned the set knew what these things were, but they haven't written it down, which is just, it's bad documentation. That's irresponsible, if anything. I mean, it does maybe a little bit of... What is this? It's some kind of, and it looks like a, like a silvery, shimmering liquid, like just like the very bottom rim of this jar. Not not mercury. I'm going to clarify. It's not. It doesn't have that kind of shimmer, but it's like clear shimmer. And there's this other jar which has this like maybe the same stuff inside. What do you think? And she hands it to Meredith, who is probably the closest person to her. I mean, it's pretty. But without any labels or any indication, like it's just another shimmery liquid. See, this is the problem. One of the very first things you ever learn in alchemy is to label all of your stuff, right? Write everything down. What are you doing? You never know who's going to come along and see all the stuff. I mean, maybe maybe there is some kind of writing here that I'm not seeing. Alchemists are often very secretive. Yeah, but there's a difference between being secretive and being stupid though, right? Yeah, I think that's something the the chemists are trying to change about, well, moving into modern True. alchemy. 
Meredith just kind of like looks at Nora and realizes that she's probably called her friend stupid and kind of goes, I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, insult your friends, but it's just, this is just something I feel very strongly about. Fair enough. Is it possible they were trying to create some kind of potion or, or something? I mean, yeah. There's a very, uh, you know, unnatural sort of look to the. The liquid in there, uh... Hmm. Uh, she turns around. Potentia, what do you think? That the labelling processes have not been adhered to properly. Y- do you have any experience with alchemy? I mean, I'm a wizard. It's not like there's... It, I've come across it from time to time. Can't say I'm an expert. No more than anyone else in the room. Maybe if you it took a closer look. And she, she goes to hand you the, the bottle. Potentia does that, you know, that big sigh that someone who's being immensely put out, but like, even if it's by a stupidly minor thing does, it's just like, oh, fine. And takes it and looks to be looking at it without saying anything for the moment. Okay. Uh, is, are you going to make a check or are you just going to hand it back without actually investigating? Um, Otherwise, I'm going to take your passive arcana. Take my passive arcana. I don't think she's making an active check. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sorry, okay. but like... Nope. <laughs> no, this kind of makes perfect sense for her character. It's all- I don't know if you realize what you just said, but yep, for more reasons than you possibly realize, Joe. <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't expect to have to take a passive arcana. Let me just check what that actually... I was going to say, how do you do a passive arcana check? Uh, uh, just take your arcana... My arcana, is, add... my arcana is plus six. Yeah, okay. So 16 would be your passive, I guess. <laughs> which is real good. It's real good. Because passive is just like 10 plus whatever it is. Like passive investigation is just 10 whatever you, plus your modifier. Yeah. Um, so I guess I so she, arcana. She, even just by looking at it, she's doing the thing. It's like, I'm looking at it. Fine. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Uh, this is... Whatever this is, is a very complicated alchemical solution. It's obviously being put together by someone with a great deal of skill. And it seems to have many, many things added into it. But it has maintained that clarity. She's going to hand it back to Nora and just say... Well, it's a more complicated mixture than it looks to be, but other than that, I'm not in a lab. I can't tell you anything too detailed about something I've looked at for just a moment. Ah. Well, um, thank you. And she takes it back. And she, like, holds it up to the light, uh, holding it by, the like, the cork on top, and she's holding it by the light. And almost, like, in slow motion, you all see the bottle slip as she holds the cork in her hand still and the the bottle just falls no dexterity check you can make a dexterity saving throw if you'd like yes no i'm rolling so badly i was about to say can i can i react (laughs) cast mage hand and catch it with a mage hand underneath it uh you have to make a dexterity saving throw to like react fast enough to do that but if she's standing, I've got time before that hits the floor, but fine. I, I mean, I'm describing it in slow motion, but it's it's falling. Yeah, but but also, yeah, she's standing. So, <laughs> I was more thinking about distance, but uh, dex, you say? 
Dexterity saving throw. 22. <laughs> 19 plus 3. Yeah. Um, you conjure your mage hand and it just appears underneath and just swoops and like a catches mitt, preventing it from shattering on the ground. Oh. Well, that could have been very bad. Good catch. Just with that like dismissive back of hand, she's going to get the mage hand to like carefully place the bottle back in the wherever it was sitting before and then Oof. just sit. I mean, is mage hand corporeal? Uh, I think it has a ghost. Spectral. It's a spectral it's ghostly spectral. appearance. It's going to sit. It's going to sit like um, thing from the Adams family, just sitting on the edge of the box. <laughs> uh, can I please have all of you? Make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Three. Uh, Fourteen. Ten, but I just need to check. Is this something about being charmed or put to sleep by magic? No. Ten. Breathing a sigh of relief that this bottle hasn't shattered. You smell something sweet. Does the cork come out? (laughs) Then there's like a a shimmer that passes over all of your eyes and your, your vision blurs. And then the next thing you know, you're standing in this very bizarre forest. There are all these tree trunks made of, or look like they're covered in, in moss or, or something. And the, the sky is blurry. You can't see clouds or somehow you find yourself in this, this bizarre forest. And currently, Harold... You can see Meredith a little bit in the distance and you can see Nora a bit in the distance. You can't see Potentia and Potentia, you can't see anyone else. And Meredith taking your passive, you can't see anyone else either in, through this through this forest. Can Potentia do an arcana check essentially on herself to see if she can work out what just happened to her? Yep. Make the, the check. The 13 plus 6. Um, 19. Something strange and magical has just happened to you. You don't know exactly what the effect is, but you know you've been affected by something. Can, can I tell whether I've been, like, this is going to sound like a weird distinction, physically, mentally, or, like, corporeally affected? Mm. Like, does that make um, sense as a difference? Yes. you Not the school of magic, just the, like... As a, as a conjuration wizard, you're very familiar with the feeling of teleporting. And, mm. and it doesn't feel, it didn't feel like that. Mm. And you probably have some experience with charms and, and mental affecting magic. And it didn't feel like that either. It was something different. Thank you. Harold, give me an arcana check. Okay. I'm just going to ask you if I could make a nature check as well. To see if, because being in like, mm-hmm. just to see if I recognize, I only okay. got a six for Arcana, so that's not particularly. Uh, what impressive. do you get for your nature? Check. Oh, bad roll. Uh, ten. Um, these trees don't appear to be natural. Yep. In the distance, Harold, uh, you can see her, but she apparently can't see you. Hello? Anyone? Nora! I shout. <laughs> Um, she starts trying to make her way through this this underbrush of of these weird, uh, like mossy trees. Meredith, you you'll hear Harold and Nora calling out. Um, yeah, I was going to ask. And Potentia, with your passive perception, in the distance you hear people calling out. You can't make out who they are though. 
Hey, this is your friendly Dungeons and Doctrines DM, Ben, here to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctrines when you talk about the show. If you do, I'll see it. And first of all, I love seeing whenever people talk about the show. It fills me with joy. Please do that. Secondly, if you tweet about the show or use the hashtag on Instagram, then I might see it and I might use your name or your username as the inspiration for a future NPC. I'm always looking for NPC names. If bringing one of you into the show can solve my naming problem, that's a win all around. If you would like a message to go in this part of the show and have one of us deliver a message for you, whether that's myself, Joe, Kate, Ross, as ourselves or as a character perhaps you would like a message from gore then just fill out the form on our google forms it's on our link tree and on our website dndoctorates.com just fill out that form and have one of us deliver a message for you folks i am so glad to be back with the academic adventurers uh, i hope you're going to enjoy this arc i had a lot of fun doing it uh, unfortunately as you may have seen we've had some issues technical issues with the In Search of Dragons arc, so that means that we aren't going to be able to release those episodes at the moment. We're working towards a solution to bring out some form of version of, of what we recorded so that we can finish that arc, but at the moment it looks like that's not going to be until probably after the new year. But we have a brand new arc with the Academic Adventurers starting with this episode and continuing on, so the next episode is coming out next Thursday the 9th so keep an eye out for that I hope you're going to enjoy this arc as much as we enjoyed recording it I'm not going to hold us up any longer let's get back to the episode right now uh, I'm actually going to draw my sword and uh, say the, the the magic word um to create a light source of, uh, mm-hmm. of radiant light. It's definitely it's definitely daylight. It's just you're it, within this this strange strange forest. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to create like a beacon basically mm-hmm. so that um, people can have an easier time figuring out where I am. Um, Meredith, you can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Potential. Are you actively looking? So I'm your passive isn't doing it. I don't think she's like she's she's probably more trying to work out what's happened to her rather than working out what she needs to do next. Okay. Uh yeah, because that's yeah, that makes more sense. I think Meredith is going to start walking over towards the light. Okay, Harold, what's okay? I've well, good that I found you. What's going on? Where are we? Um, I'm not really sure. Um. None of these, I mean, none of this stuff is, is, is natural, I don't think. I mean, these trees, you know, don't appear to be especially, you know, okay. regular. Okay. Um, um, Harold, looking around more, now that you've kind of got your bearings a bit, um, nearby you see these even bigger trees. Like this, this enormous, like it, it, it can't be a tree. It, it looks too the edges look too straight. It's some kind of structure, this enormous mm-hmm. pillar in the distance going up. And it looks like it joins up to some kind of other structure. Um, but it's it's blurry. Like it's got that like 
distance heat haze kind of effect. Mm. Can't quite make out what it is. Uh, and Meredith kind of pushes her way into the, the little clearing you've got here. Oh my goodness. Thank <laughs> Thank you so much, Harold. That really helped. Trying to find people. Um, what on earth is going on? I mean, if I had to guess, I would say we somehow got transported inside the biosphere. Because this all looks very oh. foreign uh, and unnatural. Hmm. Oh no. Hmm. And Meredith is just kind of like looking around her with wide eyes and she's like, Oh, this is not good. Where's Potentia? I, I haven't seen her yet. I, I'm sure she probably is in here somewhere. Um, but I don't think it would be sensible to s- split up looking for her. Um, Should we all just, like, shout for her? I think that's a good idea. I mean, I don't want to attract too much attention, but I don't right? really see another opportunity or, you know. Uh, so Meredith pulls out one of her rapiers um, and she's going to cast light and then start just kind of waving it backwards and forwards a little bit, okay. making sure that she's out of range of everybody. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, womp, womp, But just trying to like, you know, make some flashing lights and stuff for potentially to be able to see. Uh, so I would say that Meredith with her now illuminated sword and Harold with his flaming light sword Something in the distance potentially catches your yeah. eye. Um, how far away, Ben, is she from that spot? Does that, like, mm. I, I, yeah. I know that's a weird question given where we likely are, and therefore feet doesn't mean feet. But to scale, I guess, like, because I'm like thirty feet away. I've just worked out. I, Kate, have worked out a way that I can get out of here. But I can't because I'm guessing everything's been scaled. <laughs> yeah, um, it's. Remember, I can misty step joke, so I just yeet <laughs> myself out of the bias. It looks like something maybe three or like four hundred feet away. Ooh. Um. Okay. Like you, you're only just catching it through this this weird, like, strange, strange forest. It's almost like. Every single, every single tree trunk here—they're all just fuzzy, just this. Okay. Um, because what I was gonna do doesn't work if they're that far away. Um, she's gonna start moving towards the light, but not in a any hurry to get there kind of way. Just in a like, trying to work out what the light source is, kind of way. Okay. Because if it's not her, like the people she was sitting in that in the room with she doesn't want to be anywhere near it fair so like slow progress but like caution not stealth but stealth if that makes sense yeah. like are you making a stealth track? no like I, when i say stealth. not stealth but that sort of level of i'm gonna progress slowly mm-hmm. okay but with no intent for stealth um as you get closer harold will spot you in the distance with just with his passive potential uh we're we're over here you don't like you, you, looking through the the, tr- the the strange trees. You don't quite see him, but you recognize Harold's voice for sure. Okay, um, she's just going to rather than calling out to the group, she's going to point. She's going to message Harold and be like, "I'm coming. This is 
strange. And just keeps slowly progressing at no particular speed. At your pace, you will get to the group in not much time, maybe a minute. Surprised I can't see them properly from 100 meters away, like in terms of just size of object. The lit up objects, I mean, not the... Couldn't see them for the trees. So, yeah, Potentia, you've, you've joined Meredith and Harold and Nora. Nora is investigating one of these tree trunks. Is there a stump? No, it's it's weird. Like, the, all of these tree trunks are very... They're strangely uniform. My question is more, is there a rock or stump or something I can sit on? Oh, yeah, there's definitely... Kind of what she wants yes, to do. Yes, there's a, a, a rock you can sit on. Uh, sitting on this rock, it's, it's a very strange rock, whatever this is. It doesn't have any... It's not smooth edge. It's, like, it's got all pointy edges to it. Um, and as you go to touch it, a bit of it breaks off in your hand. Like it crumbles, like it, as if you, as if you've got a, like a, a, a baseball sized biscuit, it crumbles as you touch it. So it's like sand, like texture wise, like sandstone or a sedimentary rock that would crumble yes. away. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. But it's not actually edible. I mean, you haven't tried it. Every, everything is edible when Meredith. you try it the first time. <laughs> That's not that's not how that works, Ben. (laughs) Everything is edible at least once. For safety purposes, everything is not edible. But have we somehow managed to like teleport into Willy Wonka's chocolate factory? I don't understand. (laughs) I mean, does Meredith like snack Meredith snacks McGee? (laughs) (laughs) Meredith, expert in snacks, is it bread? (laughs) Meredith's new game show, is it bread? Um meanwhile. Well, Merit, uh, Potentia's doing that. Meredith is like looking around her, um, kind of doing circles, looking like looking around in a circle, like moving in a circle. You know how people do that when they're looking up and they're like looking around. Um, and she kind of looks back at Harold and says, do you remember much about the sphere from the outside? Wasn't there some kind of like liquid inside it? Um, well, it was kind of rather hard to see any anything in much detail, I'm afraid. Um, but there was like green stuff. It, there was like green stuff around the outside too, right? Yes, I mean it looked like, you know, algae or we, moss or something. Uh, you can't see the sky from here. Hey, give me a boost, and she um she moves over to a tree, and um motions for Harold to like boost her up into the tree so she can climb it. This will go well. Uh, I know. I've been okay. rolling so uh, well. Athletics? Acro? Oh, no. Yeah, nat Wait, 20. Wait, nat 20 from Harold for athletics to help Meredith. Oh, yeah. man. Mm. I got a five <laughs> for athletics. What is, uh, what is with you two in the nat 20 brigades every recording session? What is this madness? Hey, I got like five. <laughs> I know. I feel like, you know, everything's all evening out. I haven't rolled above 14 this, this all right, session so, yet. All right, so Harold, you, you lift Meredith up this tree, which actually isn't, it isn't that tall. Like, it isn't properly that tall mm. and it doesn't expand outwards like a regular tree. It's like a tree trunk all the way up to the top. It's just that same cylindrical shape. But it's, it's weird mm. and, and fuzzy. And then you, you like pull yourself up, Meredith, just to get your head over the top of it. And it's almost the same. It's a little bit, it's almost the same height all the way around, every direction, like this field of these these trees in every direction. And it's this this color that doesn't look na- quite natural. Mm-hmm. Give me a just flat intelligence roll. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I got 15. It's actually sort of the same color as Harold's rug. 
Oh no! <laughs>